This is the John Hallett Podcast with John Hallett. It's because the way we're living, we need to change it, make a change today, and all missing. learn from failure. Maybe they just wanted it a little bit more than you. That's probably the fact. And now your host, John Hallett. No man has the right to be an amateur in the matter of physical training. It is a shame for a man to grow old without seeing the beauty and strength of which his body is capable. Socrates, a quote that we were talking about in part A or part one of this conversation on achieving black belt or being an expert in whatever discipline you may be chasing, whether it's Taekwondo, whether it's Krav Maga, BJJ, The path to black belt is a long one and there's many obstacles that stand in your way. And the biggest one being your own head, what you're thinking. You've got to be mentally strong. Here at rmsdf.com, we start our kids' classes off with why are we here? To build a strong mind and a strong body. I always tell those kids, it's the mind that's going to carry you the furthest, your mind what's happening to you, people bringing you down, not believe you've got to fight the voice in your head and going, I can do this, I can do this. There's plenty of mantras that you can come up with, but you've just got to tell yourself, you know, get out of bed and do something. Even if you're getting out of bed and doing 10 push-ups, just get out of bed. I tell people I'm tired every morning when my alarm goes off. Um, I'm from New England. If you don't catch it here and there in my accent that comes out here and there, I saw Josh. Saw. Mac. Huh? Mac. Mac? I don't say Mac a lot. No, you're not a, you don't say Mac like that. <laughs> that I get the Dunkin' Donuts guy in my head. <laughs> time to make Wait, the donuts. Get up. And, you know, donuts, they're terrible, as Jocko says, sugar-coated lies. But get out of bed. Time to make the donuts. Time to get up and, and fight, you know. I like, be a shark. Go after it. You know, get out there and eat something. You know, eat some protein. That'll do you a ton of good. Eat more protein. That you just got to get up and do it. You got to start that day. Like, all right, I'm getting up and I'm getting after it. I am going to work out today. And it might have to be mental training when you're driving to work, but usually you can carve out even five minutes of your day. But that is the biggest problem. People get in their own head and then it's the calendar. I don't have any time. Get off the device, get up early get after it. Just simply saying you're going to do it. It's just number one because there's always a, oh, do you want to go golfing today? No. I was going to class today. I am training. I'm hitting the gym. People just let little things, oh, after work, do you guys want to go get a beer? How many, like, gosh, like you look at these places after work and they're packed. Get out of there. Is it really doing you any good? There's social connections at any good gym. You're going to get the same benefit. But, you know, people are going to bring you down. Come on, it's just one. Come on and join us. It's just one workout. You miss one workout, it makes the second one even easier. And I just say it just keeps compounding. You miss two, all of a sudden it's four. All of a sudden it's been a month. And all of a sudden it's been a quarter. It just goes and goes. You've got to stay the path and not let people get in your way 
And so many times people will tell you you're obsessed. Oh, why? You're not going to, you don't need that. You're like, somebody actually going to attack you. Are you really going to need that? And they try to bring you down. And it's all of a sudden it's one workout and it's 10. So you got to stay the path and you've got to put it on your calendar and stick to it. Carve out that time, rearrange things. It's amazing what a lot of uh, work environment, like, hey, work later, come to a noon class and stay later. And, you know, that might be more efficient in your day too because, you know, you're missing rush hour. You know, go to an early class. Hey, if I stay later, you know, a lot of workplaces and sometimes they start to see that productivity in that healthier um, employee. They're like, wow, you know, like they're happier. You're, you're, you're getting more done. You're more efficient in your day by coming in a little bit later and staying later. It's, it's, hey, it's still an eight hour work day. Maybe it's, you know, I mean, retail and different things, you know, you know, obviously different jobs are different, but, you know, getting over that plateau was kind of where we ended. And it's that we always want to learn something new. Josh kind of touched upon it and it's satisfying. It's, you know, it's human. It's great to learn things new, but it's not always the answer. And it's definitely not the way to get a black belt in a discipline, but a lot of people cannot overcome that plateau and they just want to go to a new martial art. And now I'm learning things new. So I feel like I'm so much better because I'm learning new things and, you know, I always look at different people that they've never mastered it. You've got five certifications and different martial arts or whatever it is. It could be fitness and you haven't mastered a single one of them because you haven't devoted the time because you just spread too thin. And that's a dangerous path of trying to incorporate too many things and doing too much. And it doesn't make you any safer because you're doing three different styles being diverse and we always say here at rmsdf you know be diverse there is no way and you know that's what first drew me to krav maga that it's got to be diverse you got to let new things in and you know i think some um, programs don't filter in enough over the years of looking at new things and bringing in new things but that's kind of a a different topic haven't brought in josh he's frustrated over there no <laughs> I was just hanging out listening to you talk. <laughs> if you're I'm pontificating, I'll let you to, go. I love to tease Josh. So, Like, what you're talking about is someone who's... Do you want to be that jack-of-all-trades fighter where you don't really master one thing and you're constantly going from gym to gym? And if you try that same thing in your professional life, you're going to realize that you haven't mastered something, which means you haven't really become valuable to a company, right? Because there's a million of you if you're a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah. But there's always somebody who wants the specialist to some degree. And that's why, I, you know, I don't go and do a whole bunch of gyms at the same time. I'm having a hard enough time learning Krav Maga, let alone going learning Krav and then going BJJ and then going Karate and then going Aikido and then going all well, these other Well, you've really stuff. got to, you know, you're, you're working, you're a citizen defender. Yeah, there's that too, right? Wow. And you're trying to learn Krav at the same time. Yeah. And, of course, they meet. Beautifully, they do. Um, with, you know, incorporating your hand-to-hand skills with your pistol craft. But, yeah, it, it's, it's a hard. big chunk. That's where I always like, get in more, Josh, get yeah, in more. I, and Do it's more just, classes. Get out of that snuggle time. No. <laughs> She's no. bringing you down, Josh. No. The snuggle time is bringing <laughs> oh, you down. Oh, the war's begun. 
you know, she'll say, she'll, she'll say to you, just keep him. <laughs> just keep him. Just keep him. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, Jack of all trades is great. You can do a lot of a little stuff, right? And for some people, that's fine. But you'll never get to the point where you can say, I've, I've gotten really good at this, right? Yeah. You can only be okay at something. And, I, you know, it's okay to be okay at things, but sometimes you want to be really good at one particular skill set. You do, no matter what that is, whether it be in job or martial arts. And, I mean, that's why I try not, I'm not going to jump to other gyms and stuff like that. I, I can barely, I can barely keep up with what I want to do here, let alone doing another gym. And I see yeah. that some, sure, maybe you can learn that stuff and it is a fast way to learn, but I don't know. I kind of want to stick to one thing and see how good I can be at that. Yeah. So. And as a gym owner, you probably see that a lot. Do you get people that show up that have been training at a dozen different gyms and they just want to try something new and they're here for that cup of coffee? Right? Are they here yeah, for the there's those people I always like who I do let uh, our old paper waiver. I forget, you know, I'm sure there's something something on our, our digital waiver now yeah. um, in a text box. But gosh, I had one time we had, you know, it's just martial arts experience. And then in the line on your regular sheet of paper, there's just that fill in the blank, you know, like for a sentence or like Taekwondo, yeah. boxing. Yeah. And this dude went, I don't have enough space. I'm like, Whoa. okay, use the back. <laughs> okay. And oh my God, did this dude suck. Yeah. He was out of control and even like, oh, he had so much on there of all the martial arts he did. I forget what he did in class. He might have stomped on somebody's head. He oh might my. have stomped on somebody's head. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure it was on. I'm pretty sure. What's that? Intentionally? Well, you know, you're, yeah, you're yeah, simulating yeah. stuff, right? I mean, and <laughs> you got carried away or whatever. I want to say yeah, it was on Nantucket. Yeah. It was in. We were in an aerobics room, so it was a wood floor. Oof. And I'm pretty sure he like stomped on somebody's head. Um. I remember going like, okay, martial artist dude, like, whoa, settle down. Like, don't actually stomp, like, simulate. Go slow and smooth where people, God, people have a hard time. I was just yelling at a student because they weren't listening. Like, I don't know how many times. Slow and boom with the palate. Slow, self-correct. See the mistake that you're making. And it was a joke like, then I yelled. I'm like, all right, you just did three times super hard. I'm like, no, slow and smooth is this way. See your overhand right come in and land on that pad. Look at the position of where you're at, where your elbow, like slow it down. Um, but for a martial artist, I'm like, dude, you're out of control. And he wrote all these martial arts on there. I'm like, trouble, trouble. Yeah. Now the best ones, you know, I've had, you know, really good fighters come in and be like, you know, I've done some Thai boxing. Yeah, they've been in the ring. They're like, this guy was, and then I'm thinking of was, he either turned pro or he had like one more fight um, yeah. back in Europe. He was from uh, Liverpool. And yeah, I think he had one more fight to be pro. Wow. And, you know, he's like a little bit, I've done some tie, done some tie, done some tie boxing. And, you know, he thinks like, I can get better, right? And that's where I'm at. I always think I can get better mm. at just pure self-defense. Like, I can get better. There's another scenario of running through those 
endless possibilities of things that can happen to you. Sure. Just the little one that you did to me this morning of like, you put a knife to my throat, I have my eyes closed and boom, there's a guy on you, worst case scenario. And you said something about um, your daughter's coming oh, with me. Neat. And then you try to pat me, like shake me down for money and you're just, the head's going like, wait a second, my daughter's here. What the hell is this crazy dude doing? Just that little thing yeah. makes the scenario so much different. And all yeah. of a sudden you're like patting me down. You're like, boom, on the gun. And scenarios on from there. Yeah. And then it's just endless. I just think I suck and I need to get better. Like the guy you were just talking about that wrote down all of those martial arts in the sheet. It's like he got stuck in a perpetual beginner mode. He was always beginning Learning again. Yeah. Always, so like, you're always stuck in the down. beginning, right? You're always stuck. At but the not according to that. They mastered it in their own head. Well, you're still stuck at the beginning. Like, we know they're still at the beginning, right? Yeah. And that's something that I don't want to be. I don't want to be stuck as a beginner my whole life. I'd, I'd rather at least be able to hang my hat on some stuff. Like, I've completed this. Yeah. And that's why I stick with one thing. And I just don't want to be stuck in that, right? Because you'll never you'll never reach a plateau if you're in a constant beginner because you always feel like you're climbing even though you're just learning the, a lot of beginning stuff. Yeah. You never get that chance to go beyond a beginner. And maybe that works for some people. doesn't work for me. But you've obviously seen it, right? And yeah. you saw it in an inexperienced fighter who thought they were good. Yeah. So classic Dunning-Kruger syndrome there, right? Just yeah, classic. classic. I'm classic. better than I am. Oh, God, so many people. Yeah. Hey, what was your biggest plateau you hit? In, let's say, like your, your Krav journey. We won't talk about the Taekwondo one yet. But, like, what was there? Where was that point where you were like, you know... I don't Did know. you I have mean, that, or were you like, always like gung ho, and you're like, "Let's do it"? Well, I had herniated a disc Ooh. way back when. That's got to be like 18, 19 years ago now. And I was teaching from the floor. I was like sitting. Really. <laughs> um, that you know that sucked. I had just built my first gym on Nantucket because rent is so expensive there. So I sure. built a cottage. Uh, master plan to increase property values, but it was you know two hundred bucks or three hundred bucks on my mortgage, and gosh, it was worth it. Uh, yeah, like. I mean, God, I mean, what freaking rent cost per month in Castle Rock alone? Right. Never. <laughs> um, back then, of like it was kind of a no brainer, a lot of sweat equity, but you know, I was into that new place, and you know, you're super excited, and I herniated a disc. Um, carrying in a focus master um, piece of equipment, big steel thing that held essentially focus mitts really? and a target that you could kind of do some, not as, you know, again, stationary. Um, it was pretty good. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, it was big, um, took up space. You know, you can only, like, they're expensive to have a gym full of those or sure. enough for, like, even six people to do stations on them. Yeah. So I had carried that in and tweaked and hurt myself, uh, but then I hurt myself carrying a mattress um, into a house, you know, just the same movement, almost hit a light, and, you know, that, that one sucked, you know, just getting over that and so, coming back and having to go slow, but, you know, I mean, that's an injury. So that's yeah, those are injury plateau. catalyst events, whereas that but one where you're sitting there like, oh, that makes you like, that sucks, where you yeah. can't train, you know, a lot of times you just keep showing up. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of a plateau. You're just, I was just driven by it. You definitely yeah. feel the plateau, but I just keep going. I suck. Keep going. Like you don't have this down. Fight that voice in your head. Or, 
just keep coming. I suck. Keep going. Somebody's better than you. There's always somebody better than you. Keep training. So every time I've kind of hit a plateau, I always just say, you're not that good. Keep training. Keep yeah. training and work through it is generally my plateaus. You know, you feel it. I, I just keep telling myself I suck. Keep training. Somebody's better. Somebody's out there training. You're not that good at it. Keep getting better. You can get better at this. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So, you've got but, to find that drive in people, though. You And then you've got to stoke that fire still as a, as a coach. Oh, that's, that's a different. Be, that's well, like that's different, different than your journey. That's yeah. like talking about being a coach. Yeah. But, you know, when you start to advance up and you're seeing that finish line, uh-huh. kind of getting into those advanced belts yeah. that you're getting closer, you know, we kind of say, you know, at our gym here, we've inserted a belt, you know, in a little bit. It's just for pure motivation for people. So they are getting a, a shorter journey between belts of trying to fight that out, you know, fight people from quitting and having it too long spaced out. Yeah. That we've inserted belts, but we have, or two belts. But once you kind of get into that blue, brown, and red here at RMSDF, you know, you're in those advanced belts. You're seeing the finish line. Yeah. Now, like, double down. You better be coming more, hitting some beginner classes, making sure your fundamentals are good, and not being the advanced student in those classes. It's going in with an open mind of listening again and checking and listening to what the coach is saying, even though you've heard it so many times. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it doesn't matter. Don't check out, you know, check yourself. I've been saying lately, you know, run that system check. Where are your hands? Where's your feet? How's your fight stance? Did you recoil that punch? Your elbows in tight your body? Yeah, I've heard it, yeah. Like, run a system check. People just check out all the time, and little things can happen to your technique that, oh, it's your hands drifting away in your fight stance. Oh, your footwork isn't that great. You know, double down on everything as you approach that black belt. You know, run, do something more. You know, I know when we say schedule is always tough. If you can't double up on a class and come back, maybe you're hitting double sessions. Maybe you're doing Krav in the morning and you're coming back for our fitness class. Maybe you're doing a run because you can't. Maybe you're doing something at your lunch break. I like, I see people like go easy on themselves. That can be, you know, I'm like, do one of ours. Do one. Come to our fire breather class. Ask. Talk to me. Don't show up to a class that you're not invited to. You know, that's where it's a little bit of a coaching session. But once you're into that advanced section uh, on our self-defense side, you should be starting to get at least close to your feet wet assisting a class. You know, sometimes we're just pure working out in that um, fitness side. We just call it the fire breather class, kind of like the peaceful warrior. Um, That we might be talking about coaching or something like that. But a lot of times it's just hitting a hard workout together in that camaraderie of hitting a hard workout. And you might not like it. Good. I think it's functional fitness that it's a fantastic thing for any fighter, but find sometimes people go too easy on themselves. And now that can be the opposite. There are the driven people that are going to put, you know, a hard workout together. There are, you know, members that go and 
you know, go to members.rmsdf and follow the workout and try to do the workout on their own. Sure. You know, and keep track of your time and do it a week later, do it a month later on that same workout and without cheating your standards. God, it's so hard not to cheat a movement, you know, in the attempt of going faster. You've got to be just hardcore on your movement. Yeah, you kind of taught me that with the uh, the round kicks to the bag. You know, you want us to go a thousand times, but you got to keep that good technique while you do it. And it's easy to watch the technique yeah, drop just off. Try to do five fast. Do just five push-ups done, right? fast. Five round kicks fast. Five push-ups fast. It doesn't really matter. Right. It's doing it with purpose. Because you, you understand plateaus. Do you do you see it in your students sometimes? And do you feel like you got to coach them through those moments? I mean... You That's where oh I was gonna that, that in the uh, in the first um, episode so go you know and go back mm-hmm. I had kind of lost my train of thought when in thinking about what you were th- talking about yeah you know I'm always here I think that's you know any of the coaches will give you a couple minutes sometimes it's like schedule a private lesson yeah get get an email sometimes I'm like hey it's gonna be way faster <laughs> yeah. to jump on a five minute call but we are here. Sometimes people will always push for more. Sure. And that's something as a business owner, you're like, God, sometimes you're like, all of a sudden you've taken an hour or two hours, you know, because it's always like, I want five minutes of your time and it's really 20. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we are here for you. Yeah. You know, a quick five minute like motivation of, hey, I'm struggling through. Hey, boom. Right. <laughs> Here's an idea. You know, go back and listen to this whole episode. Yeah. Um, but people, it's surprising. We had a guy um, quit a couple months back, and in his, the exit uh, cancellation form, and he said, you know, it was, again, we kind of hit it in the first episode of, oh, I felt scat, things felt scattered yeah. between different classes and different coaches. I'm like, everything's scattered the first month, mm-hmm. the first two months, the first three months. You're learning. You know, every month there's a bunch of new curriculum on there. Mm-hmm. So everything for you is the new person. Be prepared to suck. And this guy, you're like, you're looking for private lessons. What you want mm-hmm. is private lessons or semi-private mm-hmm. lessons, not a group class. Mm-hmm. You want to come in and you just want to work on your front kicks over and over and over again. That's phenomenal. But that's also called a semi-private or a private class where, what do you want to work on today, Josh? And just continuing on that one person's journey. Mm -hmm. People don't understand, you know, hey, it's a class. You know, we're always working fundamentals here. Yeah. But yeah, you're going to be learning different things in a group class. And, you know, some people go, I've mastered that. You know, I'm too good for this. Like, we're learning the same thing. See, you know, trying to make everybody happy, they're like, oh, you're like, then maybe the advanced class, the Peaceful Warrior, is your track. You think you've got this down, and you communicate with your coach or, you know, the gym owner of like, hey, this is how I'm feeling in a class. It is so surprising how many people will not say, I'm feeling stagnant in a class, yeah, know, maybe it's like, done. hey, okay, come on to the beginner, advanced class, you know, and you know, get your butt handed to you, you know, figuratively speaking. Um, yeah, that you feel like a newbie with that newbie stuff by training with more advanced people. 
but it's surprising how many people won't communicate. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's a hard thing. It's definitely outside of here. I'm a quiet person. Yeah. They don't uh, want to speak I constantly up. feel I can be better as a parent. My wife hears things and she's like, well, man, it takes me a while to process things. <laughs> like I don't hear it in the moment. Like she's phenomenal at different things like that. I am not. Right. But, you know, people that need to communicate with their coach, you know, you're feeling this way. Maybe it's one private class, maybe it's two and you're going to accelerate. It's our accelerated learning program. Yeah. It's going to help you. Maybe oh, yeah. that's it. You just need a little bit of a kickstart for you and what the benefit of that individual class is going to up and help you feel better about yourself where we can go, okay, Josh, this, you know, this is so calm. You know, I had somebody that did actually communicate. She was an A student the day she walked in. I'm like, wow. this person is a total fit. They are total, they're going to sign up. Total doing great. And I think I'm going to quit. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm slowing down the class. You know, we, we talk oh, about it here. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're not. The self Everybody self slows down the class. Everybody's here to help you get a little bit better. Everybody that comes in, people slow down and help them along the path. But they couldn't get it. Like, oh, I'm slowing down. I stink compared to everybody else. I'm like, you're an A student. You're right. doing better than everybody else in class when they were right. whatever, but 10 classes in, whatever number it was. You know, you're two months in and you're that self-doubt that everybody's better. But they've been here for a year. You're so much further ahead of them. Yeah. But that self-doubt still creeps into sure. the best of students. So And they didn't but, even know they are natural. I did watch a, a young student to one of our, Braden was the instructor, say that he's he had something down. And I saw a look in Braden's eyes and he made him do fundamental stuff all day and picked it apart. And that's when I was like, there's no such thing as having anything done or mastered. You just don't. Because the moment you try to do it again, you can clean it up every time you do it, every time. And you want to talk about challenging a coach to kind of make your life miserable in that moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't say you've got something because they'll, they will quickly remind you that you don't. Yeah. Teenage no. boys, boys in general, sometimes like, they're like, oh, I'm like, I'm ready for my yellow belt test. You know, the first one, everybody's always anxious and yeah. different things. So I'm like, close your eyes. And just attack them with a yellow belt thing or just yeah. a very basic 101 thing and they fail. Yeah. Nothing like, okay, so you were ready and I just did this to you. Even when you tell them, hey, I'm going to do a, yeah, a that to basic me. choke or I'm going to throw, you know, I'm going to push you and throw a combative at you, whatever it may be. And, oh, hey, I thought you had this down. It's yeah. not memorizing it. It's can you do it? And it's yellow belt caliber is what I'm talking about. Yeah. But sometimes they just freeze up or they take seconds to figure it out. To go, what's the technique? Yeah. And even not like just have a basic be scrappy. Because if you had it, quote, <laughs> they're not even scrappy with it. Yeah. But um, the finish line, the finish line. You've got to double down, guys. You absolutely have to. It's time to ramp it up. Whether it's getting together with a friend and training, you know, outside of class that a day might work better for you of, you know, 
a Sunday, you know, work out with a friend. You've got to do something. You've got to, you know, shadow box for 30 minutes. By all means, you know, carve out 30 minutes in your freaking basement and shadow box and, you know, do shadow self-defense. Work that stuff. You've got to double it down. I think a lot of times, you know, and it's up to you. What caliber black belt are you going to be? You know, are you going to be the top of the class? Are you going to be in the middle? Or are you going to be in the bottom? It's up to you. I always say there's the doctor that was the top of the class and the bottom of the class. Same thing with black belts. Which one are you going to be? Just meeting the standard or exceeding it? I always try to exceed it. Yeah. You want to be the best, but, you know... I don't know. I, that that's getting into the coaching. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, uh, uh, you, can't you don't fire meet some, mine. Yeah, you but do you meet the minimum? You can't fire people for being mediocre. That's what I've learned in this world. Yeah, and, and, and you've been know, trying to fire to me you. for a long time, so I I'm out. <laughs> you are fired, but you keep showing up. So I'm like, I guess he's still here. Um, so double down, double down. Now. Getting that black belt. Getting it. We talked about, you know, the black belt is just the person that just keeps showing up. You know, it's a white belt that just turns black from grime and dirt and sweat and blood and tears and everything else. But it really is not the end. It really is not. Like, the higher up I get, the longer I train... It's just unbelievable that the enlightenment and what you thought is a first degree black belt, second, third, the fourth, and going, what did I think there? How was I? Yeah. You know, and then with age becomes experience, the older you get, all those other factors play into, you know, where you're at in that black belt journey. Because sometimes you're like, you might be stuck there because you're 20. You know, and that maturity-wise uh, of that whole journey is really tough. And that, you know, that's a harder a harder one to, I think, nail down with people of like, well, what do I need? Sometimes you're just like, I just need to see it. Like, what is it? I just need to see it. <laughs> you know, each journey is, is different. I have a question about journeys. Like, to that black belt, once you're there, what is the... Uh like the attitude of the person and their, their maturity level. Do you see a correlation between maturity and black belt? Or are you talking just like the 18-year-old, 19-year-old? I mean, I, I know or... some 30-year-olds that are about as mature as a 13-year-old sometimes, right? Yeah. So what does that look like? I mean, what does that person have to look like? What does their maturity have to be to, once you get black belt, right? Yeah, you might not get black belt if you're immature. Yeah. If well, you're a spaz, sure. if you can't check your ego, you probably didn't make Maybe it. Maybe that's the word I'm thinking, ego. They probably didn't make it, right? They probably didn't make it to black belt. Being immature, that's where we have, like, you have to live on your own or at least sign into the military before I'm going to give you a black belt. You're not living with mom and dad. That, to my, at least have the the attitude of, like, okay, you were in that whatever 17 18 mm -hmm. you know there's been those few kids that you need to be out on your own 
or at least signed into the military of going, I'm joining the military. Sure. To me, that you've reached kind of a, a different maturity, but you're still, you're an 18, you're a 19-year-old black belt. There's so much more Out there, to yeah. your journey yeah. there. You're like first degree to second might take longer. What's the growth as you go through that? You know, everybody's journey is different and it might take you longer. You know, you, it just depends really, but I don't think you're making it. Yeah. And appreciating the black belt. Do you find people who are older appreciate the work more than the youth? Cause that's just the ignorance of youth, right? Is that you don't appreciate what you have and that's gotta be a big factor because yeah, sometimes that, that older person had to work harder, harder. for it. You know, that might have come easy for you. You get your black belt in your 20s. Like, God, that's the easiest time in the world to get to get your black right. belt. Like, like holy mackerel. That that's where I've put a black belt in a weight fest and going, do you understand what it means to be 20 pounds overweight, 10 pounds overweight, and what these people that haven't done anything for 10 years, 20 years, or this woman just had a baby six months ago. And here. You're 20-something years old. Put on this weight fest, and I'm going to ride you the whole class of why can't you? <laughs> sure. Like, what's going on? Oh, you're 20 pounds overweight all of a sudden. Oh, every journey's different. Yeah. Right? And, you know, they might hit an obstacle that the older black belt, you know, rides over easier just because sure. of overall yeah, life yeah. maturity. Sure. Um, but it definitely, it definitely... You know, the older you are, the more wisdom, but now, now you're banged up. Now you're going to go through all these things. So everyone's different, right? Every journey is going to be a little different, but I don't think the immature person is getting their black belt. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't, you know, I wish I had done this 20 years ago just for my body and my mind. Right. And it's just so much harder now, but I wasn't, I, I did not have the maturity to be able to grasp what it takes to be black belt. Right? Yeah. And doing, you enjoy it, right? There's that, I got it. I've earned it. But the younger person would think they're done. The ego gets in the way. All right, I've done it. I'm out. Yeah. Right. Just, While the older person just your inexperience in life can yeah. get get in the way. And now there's other people that aren't. They're, they're yeah, mature, totally. and everyone's uh, you know a little different there. We've uh, got a lot of young black belts in the school, and they're all amazing. Like, like there's some really mature individuals. So, and that's a testament. Use an instructor, right? I mean, you've gotten in there and you had to test them and they had to earn it. So, yeah. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> you get one every once in a while. Every once in a while. Um, but, you know, I think people look at, and that's why we say, you know, it's conditional. Mm -hmm. Like, you've gone through the test and let's see if you're going to keep riding it. You know, of course, people could, you know, always think, ah, is that the right thing to do? Because they can still quit as soon as you give them the black belt. But they took that test. Okay, now I want to see a few things. I want to see it from you. That you have are going to continue on that path and not quit. But of course you can get that black belt and that certificate and quit. But it's really not the end. It is such the beginning. I just look at it like first degree. It's just, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was terrible. <laughs> oh man I had so much further to come but you've come a long way you know celebrate that I always say like celebrate that belt be happy mm -hmm. but now you are on to the journey on to the next one yeah. like be happy this weekend <laughs> you've passed the test 
Monday, get up and get out of bed. And now it's a new journey and a new goal because it, it truly isn't. I mean, first, you know, second and just getting through and even being like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I should be third degree. I've spent so much time. Goodness, it's taken me. Well, I mean, I tell all my first degrees, it took me like nine to 10 years somewhere like to get my black belt because I wanted to be the top of my class. There was injuries and like you said, <laughs> there was things that got in the way that, and I wasn't in this big rush. I wanted to be the best I could. I wanted to be at the top of the class. So I wasn't going to just rush it for the sake of rushing it because I like, there's a time. People just get locked into that, I think, too much. It's good, and it's also bad, like everything else. Like, there's the pro and con to everything. And I think, like, what's up? I've been here for four years. It's time. <laughs> you know, I've got, got this many classes, and I'm like, don't forget, guys, that's the minimum. Mm. What we put on our belts here at RMSDF are the minimum. Mm. Are you going to be the minimum? Or are you going to be the top of your class and really master it? Oh, it is a lifelong journey. We've got a thing coming up. Speaking of Black Belt and all my candidates here, it's uh, like always something as a small business owner. We have not done something that you guys need for your Black Belt. And that is the pepper spray and taser oh. experience. Oh. Come ride the taser and come ride taste, the and taste the pepper spray. You do not want some wacko spraying you with pepper spray out in the streets. Just like I tell little kids, you don't want the first punch in your nose to be out in the street. How are you going to react? How are you going to handle it? You're in here and you're sparring or even just somebody accidentally punches or kicks you that's just experience it's getting you better so we have that coming up save the date february 24th off the top of my head that is on a couple things it's on our band app here for you guys members.rmsdf we haven't posted a link here i think i'm gonna go old school on that uh comment on the band post that i think it was sign me up and we'll just sign you up there's no link there's no checkout page created for it. We're just going to do a sign-up sheet here in the gym. And you can get that experience of getting a taser ride and trying to fight through. And what can you do once you get pepper spray in your face? And it is a requirement here for Black Belt. I'm going. You're going? I'm doing it. I'm doubling it. I'm going to be in, uh, i got to go do IDS training February. We'll cancel it that day. Wrap it up. All right. Don't tell me to wrap it up, Josh. You're not the boss of me. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us on this conversation of the path to black belt. All right, guys. Get out there. Train hard and suck less. Mm -hmm.